Coming down the aisle, it's Wrestlepedia with your host, the savant of the squared circle, the Ray Man of Wrestling, it's Brody, the Insane Brain Herman. Welcome back, folks, to Wrestlepedia with Brody, the Insane Brain Herman, the savant of the squared circle, the Rain Man of Wrestling. And I, of course, uh, am his father, known as the dad. Uh, on today's podcast, on today's episode, we are going to count down the five most despised figures in the history of professional wrestling. And of course, Brody has done his study. He's been watching wrestling since he was a small child and has an encyclopedic brain on this. Is, is that is that a fair statement? Yes. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Yes, yes. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. I understand, listen, all lists are kind of subjective, although I think you make a good case yeah. here. And I don't know nearly as much, so I'm going to have a bunch of questions along the way. Sure but, you will. Uh, uh, what I want to encourage people to do is if you, if you disagree or if you agree, uh, you want to leave something in the comments, that's fine. If you want to send him an email, he can be reached at brody at the insane brain dot Herman. That's B R O D Y yeah. at the insane brain dot Herman. And he will personally respond to all of your emails. So Got Brody, it. without any further ado, let's get rolling. You know, wrestling is filled with heroes uh, and, and, and villains and, in the ring and villains in the uh, ring, villains uh, in the ring, but also despised At, figures outside, outside of the ring. The ring. Yes. Uh, so when we're talking about today, we're talking about despised figures. Are we talking about, Anywhere in wrestling or just wrestlers? Just I mean not just, I mean not wrestlers, but more despised figures outside of the ring, but in the outside. office. The so we will cover we will cover the best heels yes, on, we will. Another, on another episode. Yes, we will. So today's episode is gonna focus specifically on despised figures in the wrestling world, yes, but not, not wrestlers, wrestlers themselves. No. Well, this is real specific. This will be a lot of fun. Yes. Why don't we go ahead and get started with number five on your list? Who do you got? Number five, a lot of people cite him, John Laurinaitis. Uh, he's the brother of Road Warrior Animal, part of one of the greatest tag teams of all time in the Road Warriors. And he was started off as a wrestler in WCW for the Dynamic Dudes with Shane Douglas, and then he worked in Japan a lot. But this is kind of where things, you know, kind of become an office career for him. You know, he gets hired back in WCW 1999 and ends up taking over as the head booker of WCW in October 2000. Uh, he, you know, it was kind of a dying ship by that point. We'll talk about despised figure, why two despised figures of why that is uh, later on. But he well, was let's kind talk of talk about with John Laurinaitis. Why is he despised? He is despised because when he went to the WWE, he took over uh, talent relations in 2004 from Jim Ross, who is a beloved talent figure's head. And when you're the talent relations figure, you're the executioner, as they call him, professional wrestling, the bear of bad news. So when you get a call from so Johnny Lauren, so he got rid of a lot of people. Yeah, who did he get rid of that that people were like, "Oh my God, I can't believe he got <laughs> he, rid of him." Uh, well, that's Vince's call. John Lauren just makes the phone call, but uh rvd matt hardy i mean a variety of wrestlers that have been released by john laurinaitis i mean i mean just guys that you know maybe weren't fairly released I mean, a lot of developmental guys that he gave up on that are doing well now like lance archer or um sammy callahan i mean he's he's he just he had a bad one he also here's a funny thing about john laurinaitis we're dive into this he hired the wrong the wrong one-legged wrestler he actually that that was the idea was they were trying to find zach hire zach allen who ended up being a great competitor on American Ninja Warrior, but he didn't find the right Zach Allen who had one leg. Instead, he found the wrong one-legged wrestler. 
And was he also named Zach Allen? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, I was going to say because that would have been an unbelievable coincidence if there had been two no. one-legged wrestlers by the same name. You almost couldn't blame him yeah. for that mistake. Let me ask you this: If he is the fifth most despised person, who do you think, if anybody, who despises him the most? Does he have one arch enemy who would put him number no. one on his list? No, he so doesn't really just have his general impact on the wrestling He's world. just his general impact on the wrestling world as, as an executioner fellow type. If you get a call from John Laurinaitis at a certain point in time, and of course he's a general man. Every business has got a guy like that. You right. know, the, 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 he's the guy you don't want to see him uh, yeah. on a Friday afternoon walk by your, your office or cubicle right. and call you in because you know it's not going to end well. Right. Good news never comes at the end of a payday on a Friday. No. Uh, if you're being called into uh, right. to HR, yeah. Uh, let's move on to number four. Who who do you have at number four? Well, this this guy is Ed Ferrara. Of course, he has to be mentioned because mm -hmm. you know he was the henchman of our most despised wrestling figure. We'll talk about later on, but he was one of the first writers WWE really ever had in the late '90s, and he was kind of you know he was just associated with 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 disease in the wrestling business. He was associated with it, and he ended up you know, betraying Oklahoma, which was a mockery, in my opinion, one of the greatest wrestling announcers of all time, Jim Ross's Bell, Bell's Palsy, and, you know, Turner got that off the air, and though, you know, he didn't really make a lot of decisions, but he was associated and diseased and credited with a lot of just bad stuff that's happened in the wrestling business, Ed Farrar is just that guy, and, and you know, a lot of people, you know, personally... For those who don't know, talk about the, that that incident, the Bell's Palsy incident. Um, Jim Ross, he was a great wrestling announcer, and he had Bell's Palsy. And, you know, that's a paralyzation in the face. Uh, and it's only temporary, it's not permanent. But, you know, it, it was just, that was a topical thing. And, of course, you know, the most despised figure in wrestling we'll talk about later. And Ed Farrar capitalized, and Ed Farrar portrayed the character on national television to mock... The other wrestling company, WWE, was WCW. They jumped ship from the right. WWE in a, in a raid. We'll talk about. I mean, that, that's episode. that's pretty despicable. I, I you know, because that's you know anybody that might be suffering from that at home, they probably also felt like they were being made so fun despicable. Of. Cornette spit, spat at him in his face. So that's how despicable. Well, there you go. That's all you yeah, need. Usually for you have to, yeah. Usually you have to do something pretty. Despicable I mean, I mean, not only that, he's on. the goofball that uh, poured poured barbecue sauce and a female wrestler's cleavage on television because he was so upset and wanted to make it better. That's this yeah. is the guy well, we're that, talking that's, about. That's not appropriate. That's 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 degrading. Yeah, demeaning. it's degrading. You don't, you don't he's put a demeaning guy. Barbecue sauce on onto a woman like that. Yeah. Use barbecue sauce on on ribs. Yeah, he uh, wasn't chicken. doing on any ribs. I think it would be delicious. Jr's barbecue sauce. That was kind of the angle yeah. there. I, you know, you can you want to put it on. You could barbecue a turkey. Yeah. But uh, but fellas out there, let's let's try to be gentlemen. Yeah, can um, we? You don't don't put that on on a woman without her consent. If yeah. This, if this is something she requested. That's a totally other story, yeah, but this, uh, was not, this was not by it, her request. No, no. Well, no. there you go. There's number four on the list. Let's move to number three well, on the list. Well, here we go. Despised, despised figures. Despised figures. Yes. You got to go number three, the native St. Louis himself. Believe me, we do not own anything. Uh, we do not. We are not proud to have him as a native St. Louis, but Jim Hurd, of course. Mm, Jim yeah, Hurd. Yeah, you don't like Why that. Why so despised? Uh, he's got to be, I mean, some people will call him number one on the list. He is... Target enemy number one to where his address isn't even public. I mean that this is this guy is targeted, and we'll talk a lot about him here. Jim Hurd started off in the wrestling business in the '60s, and then he worked for KPLR and worked with the St. Louis Wrestling Club with Sam Muchnick and Larry Natizik, and worked in KPLR with guys like Ted Koppler. And of course, he was fired from there, and he ended up going working as a regional manager at a Pizza Hut. But this is where things get interesting. In 1989, WCW 
you know, was bought by Ted Turner in November of 88 and Jack Petrick and T Jim Hurd were friends at the time and their wives are friends and he puts Jim Hurd in charge of this wrestling company. And man, I'll, <laughs> this is actually a real quote. Vince McMahon says the poor job that Jim Hurd did is how I won the war. Jim Hurd was a horrible, horrible man to be in charge of wrestling, created so many bad gimmicks. I mean, I mean, we'll talk about those a lot, but the ding-dongs. I like tracks. to ask, I like to always ask, is there one person in particular that despises him the most? There are, there are about three or four people. And who are they? Ric Flair, uh, Kevin Sullivan, Jim Cornette, the people who really had to sit in that booking committee room and really had to deal with Jim Hurd on a daily basis was horrifying. They were against Jim Hurd. He is a very, very, very despised figure in professional wrestling and really damaged uh, wrestling. Actually, that there was a letter written to him as some somebody resigned, says, I hope you die to a horrible death um, of cross rot in front of your family and a horrible death. And Who amongst us hasn't gotten a letter like that? Yeah. Worth, worth mentioning here before we get to number two. No, 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 uh, not to mention uh, when he resigned, when he was fired from WCW, uh, somebody from Turner sent him black flowers to his office of how despised of a figure he was. don't think it's easy to get black flowers. No, but I've Jim Hurd achieved... grow in the wild. I think you have to paint them. Uh, for those of you who are lucky enough to be watching the video version of this podcast, I think it's worth mentioning that I have cut my, my beard down into a Hulk Hogan-style yeah. mustache at your request. Yeah. And I was really hoping that uh, that I would look very much like Hogan, but as I'm looking at myself on the camera with this hat, I feel like I look a little bit more like Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate <laughs> Might Factory. Might be right, well... Look at me! Yeah. Doesn't it seem like that a little bit? A little I bit. feel like I should be singing that Golden Ticket song. Yeah, well, a lot of the... Well, this guy next provides a lot of Golden Tickets okay. to wrestlers. Okay, all right, well, let's... All right. He's, he's keeping a seat, because I run afoul a little bit. So, okay, let's get back on... The number two despised figure in the history of wrestling. You can love him or hate him, but of course it's the kingmaker of all professional wrestling and Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. Now this is a surprise to me because I assumed he would be number one on your list. So I don't know no. who number one on your list is going to be, but talk about Vince. And and I think it's going to bother him that he's number two on your list. It's not going to bother him. not number talk one. Don't you think he's going to want to be number one? But no, anyway, go we'll ahead. Talk about him. Why is he number two on your list? Uh, he's number two because he's he's the man. He I mean he's known as I mean the McMahon's are the Walt Disney's of professional wrestling. The family of the McMahon's WWE starting in the fifties with Jess McMahon, then Vince McMahon Senior, and then of course Vince McMahon Junior. Since his death in nineteen eighty four, he's instrumental in the propelled push of Hulk Hogan. And but of course with wrestlers it's a love hate relationship with Vince. If you don't push me to the top of the mountain, I'm going to be made the king of wrestling. And when wrestlers talk about figures they just don't like, it's it's Vince McMahon. Any wrestler that's not in the main event doesn't like Vince yeah, McMahon. Yeah, but is that way. is that fair? I mean, not everybody can be in the main event. Right. I mean, everybody wants to be champion. And sure. don't don't wrestling fans owe a tremendous debt to Vince McMahon? Sure they I do. Mean, he basically built professional wrestling into what it is what today. What it is today, yeah. I mean, he, How many WrestleManias have there been? Um, I think we're going on like 37. I mean, it's 37 gonna, WrestleManias. I remember WrestleMania number one. I think it was yeah. in 1984. 1985. 85? 85. Who was it? I remember uh, the Mr. Event, T Mr. and Mr. T Hulk and Hogan. Hogan versus Paul Orndorff and Roddy Piper, the first main event of WrestleMania, a tag team match, which was very unusual back then, but Vince went with it. You know, I'm sure. I was like 13 turning 14 yeah. that year. Yeah, Looking I remember back, it pretty well. Yeah, Mr. Wonderful. And we're going to do subsequent episodes on, on the greatest uh, WrestleManias and the greatest matches of all time. But sure. let's get it back to Vince. So I've made a little case for why he should probably be 
the most loved figure in wrestling because without <laughs> well without him it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist the way it is now. No. Who would who would you say despises him the most? Uh, would probably be every wrestling promoter that he screwed out of. Uh, Vern Gagne despises Vince the most. Um, probably guys. Uh, Jim Barnett for letting go. And we'll talk about Jim Barnett. We can do a whole episode on Jim Barnett. And we will at some point in this in this uh, series. Um, I mean, so many figures as George Scott and so many others that were fired by Vince who, you know, lost their jobs because of Vince, all the promote, promoters that he bought out. Uh, Paul Bosch uh, hates Vince the most, uh, die, his dying words. He hated Vince McMahon. A lot of just, a lot of wow. big names in wrestling hate that, Vince McMahon. That, you know what, to me that really says something because, you know, you got to select your dying words pretty carefully. Yeah. He, I mean, you only get to have one set of dying words. Yeah. So for your dying words to, to point out your hatred for somebody, yeah. that brings me back to my original point on, on why he's not number one on the list. So let's get to number one on the list. We'll get number Who one. Who is the most despised man in the history this is, of wrestling? Or woman. Could this woman. despised figure is hated by big names in wrestling and talked about, and that's Vince Russo. He's got to be number one on the list. Vince he, Russo. Vince Russo will talk about how he started. He was a magazine editor and he ran a video store back when those existed and he became a writer for wwe his first big idea of course was actually this is going to be legitimate guys wrestlemania was going to be fred golden versus oj simpson and fred golden got to choose what weapon he would use against oj that was vince russo's idea and vince never happened never happened vince mcmahon yeah, actually i'm not it. sure if that was the the, the smartest idea well vince world, mcmahon but... liked having vince russo around in the beginning when he did the three faces of foley when nick foley did different characters he was a nice writer for a little bit then of course things went south him and jim Cornette didn't go if, if you talk about arch enemy number one for vince russo it's jim Cornette or vince mcmahon we'll talk about that in a second Vince Russo is just a fountain. Jim Hurt, Jim Hurt, and Vince Russo are both fountains of bad ideas. When you associate like almost fountain of bad ideas, and associate anything with Vince Russo, it's bad. It's just bad ideas. I mean, he's the one that brought Ed Ferrara into the wrestling business. More, more virus in it. And he just didn't make it better. I mean, it, one of the worst things. Vince McMahon, of course, didn't like him bringing the whack pack on for WWE. That was not a Vince McMahon liking. He's still bitter about that, and of course. Vince Russo, Ed Farrar, and Terry Taylor all that's the thing about Vince Russo, he's a gang of henchmen around him too that make him, you know, so lethal. And of course he jumps to the opposition of WCW. And of course, to talk about figures like Jim Hurd, Vince Russo, and John Laurinaitis read a book called When When Fools Rushed In, and then the Guy Evans Nitro book are two great books talking about this fully in depth. I've read both of them, they're great. Vince Russo jumps over in October of 1999 WCW. He takes it over, and man, he you want to talk about the iceberg of the wrestling business. He, if, if WCW had any momentum in the ship, he was the iceberg that made it sink. Boy, the ideas that he came up with, I mean, Judy Bagwell on a forklift, Viagra on a pole, um, just, just bad, bad ideas. He made himself the champion. That just shows Vince McMahon has made himself the champion for his own ego, but Vince Russo copied him in doing it. When, you make, when a promoter makes himself the champion, it shows you, what type of character he is, and Vince Russo is just not good. He any bad idea in wrestling, you can almost. I mean, even that when when fans ch chant "Fire Russo," even the fans despise him just as much as Vince McMahon for him leaving his his, his ship. What, what, are the Jim what are the statistical odds that the two top names on your list would both be named Vince? Yeah, well, it's. I mean, it's from, not that popular of a name. Yeah, they're both from Connecticut. It works out. Wow, how do you like that? Connecticut what or New going York? What's going on in Connecticut? That uh, I think it's probably uh, I mean, New York. When you hear Vince, you, you, I almost think of an Italian name, but McMahon obviously is an Irish name. Yeah, big Irish fellow. And, but Russo is an Italian. Yeah, he's from New York. He's he's from near yeah. Connecticut, though. But yeah, that's kind of 
I mean, when you talk about two despised figures and you don't mention Vince McMahon and Vince Russo and Jim Hurd and a lot of the names we mentioned, I mean, those guys... Now, was there, any, was there any other name that you had a hard time keeping off this list, but they just didn't make the top five? No, I mean, the, the, those are the despised figures of wrestling. When you refer to, like, the big five of wrestling, you've got to refer to those five. Do you feel like there's any future stars in the world of being despised? Anybody who's maybe done a couple of things uh, so far, but they still can do a lot of destruction... Not, not really. I mean, I'm sure there there will be some in the future. There always are, and, and bad idea makers of wrestling. But they're just those are the ones that you pretty much associate with with just bad ideas and bad innovations and despised figures in professional wrestling. Well, there you have it, folks. Now, listen, you may disagree with the list. If you do, go ahead and leave something in yeah. the comments, or if you do agree with it, leave something there. If you'd like to hear more of these ranking episodes, and then eventually episodes on a lot of different topics. Uh, go ahead and, and subscribe. If you have any ideas for topics, let us know about them. You can email Brody directly at Brody at the insane brain dot com. And, uh, and we'll get into it. But uh, the amount of stuff that he just has sitting right at his fingertips here, uh, that's why they call him the Rain Man of Wrestling. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening. And we look forward to having you back for the next episode. Absolutely. Take care. Yeah, take care.